I'm just imagining, like, you say that you don't get super irritable, but if I ask your sister, she'd be like, she is a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Welcome to the Pure 39 Podcast. My name is Ben, and with me, as always, is Syl. Hello, it's Syl. Yo. (laughs) Yo, what's up? What's new? It's been a week. It has, it has. Or a week and a half, two weeks-ish? Oh, it's been... I forget when we recorded the last episode, honestly. But the last episode, we're, we're off of our week schedule, but... It's yeah, I'm fine. sorry. I mean, sorry, it, listener. It kind of works out because now our book club episode is at the very end of the month, which is kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Book club, film club. <laughs> well, this one's a book club, film club. Yeah. Maybe we can keep that going because it's kind of nice to be able to compare and contrast. It is cool. Yeah. I mean, it helps that this is like both things are good. <laughs> Like yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Both yeah. things are fun. So, yeah. Uh, for anyone who doesn't remember, uh, our book of of the month for April was Hell's Moving Castle, the original 1986 novel. And yes. I, it's it's such an obvious decision to just watch the film along with it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, we both revisited that as well. It's definitely one of those films that. I would say, like, 80% of the viewers haven't read the book. Oh, I think more than 80%. You think? Okay. I would put it into the 90s for sure. Maybe even mid-90s. Okay. Yeah, I would say, yeah. It's probably up there. Especially, like, the Japanese population. I doubt yeah. that they're, like, running to Barnes & Noble or whatever their store <laughs> is, the, book off, yeah, to get the, the English... Or like English the... to Japanese translation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I know so many people, like, even just my friend groups in high school and university and stuff, and even eh, uh, probably still the majority of my online friends. But for for real life friends, I've never met a single person who had read the novel, including myself. Um, yeah. Out of my online friends, it seemed like at least two other people had read the book before. But. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't met anyone who's read it either. I threw it out at work and I was like, "Have any of you read this?" And they were like, "No." <laughs> but then I asked I asked Koi and she read it. But Howl's Moving Castle is also her favorite one. Okay. Like out of the Ghibli movies, so mm. it makes I, sense that she's read it. Do you want me to lead with a hot take? Yeah. The book is so much better than the film. Okay. <laughs> i okay i think kind of the same but i'm like so torn because it's my favorite one like howl's moving castle is probably one of my favorite movies like out of every movie i've seen like top five for sure and i don't know i loved the book i thought it was excellent but and I want to say it was better than the movie, but because I hold the movie on such a high pedestal, I'm like, can oh, yeah. I say that? I'm, and I'm sure, like... But it's so, so different, people. you know? Yeah. I 
it had been so long since I'd seen the movie. I like I read the book and I was like, hell yeah. I mean, I you know, I I'm still imagining like everything in the style of the film. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> but the same character faces. Yeah. But then like they lead off with uh um in the film like in the first two minutes there's like steampunk flying machines a steampunk train and steampunk tra- uh tanks and i'm like uh-huh. that's a lot of steampunk i forgot like <laughs> how much of that there was and like the mm-hmm. different plot with uh with hell and stuff so yeah i i've never i mean i've I've always liked the film of course i, I don't know that there's a ghibli film of of like the the big ones that I actively dislike, but mm-hmm. I don't know that movie always. I I always remember it weird, weirdly. It 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 always yeah. feels a little disjointed in my head because I haven't watched that much. I think this is maybe my. It has no more than four. No, I've seen it no more than four times now, but okay. it might have been third. I actually forget. <laughs> it's not many considering See, when i was when i was younger the very first ones we watched were like the really like childish ones like kiki's totoro i think spirited away was like the next one i watched but when i saw howls for the first time what i don't know what year it came out but i was uh, pretty 2004, young 2004 says wikipedia okay i was pretty young i know i was probably around like I was not a teenager yet, and I was so scared. Like, it scared me. Oh, yeah. The... But, <laughs> like, the, yeah. the gooey people, like, those those black those black glob people, like, freaked Good me save. out. Good save. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> the howl when he turns into, like, the bird thing. Howl was scary. Me out. Howl was definitely yeah. scary. Yeah. So I remember for sure the first time I watched that, I was really scared. But I was also scared, like, when I saw Spirited Away the first time. I thought it was good, but I was also, like, kind of frightened. And then for sure when I saw Mononoke the first time, I was, like, freaked out. Like, I couldn't, like, that one actually scared me. (laughs) But as I got older and I rewatched them, like, I really was able to appreciate it and the story and stuff. And yeah, I think, like, by the time I was 16 or 17, I had seen Howl's, like, three or four more times, and I was like, yeah, this is my favorite one. Nice. Although Spirited Away is up there, too. It's just a classic. Yeah. See, I I would put Spirited Away above above Howl's, I think. I don't know. I, I, was, I was never scared by Princess Mononoke. I... I had like the equivalent, I guess, like, like a little kid crush. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I really, I really like that movie. How was I? The first time I saw, and I didn't even see like all of Mononoke when I was like little, but I didn't see like a full Ghibli film until I was in high school. And I suppose mm-hmm. it probably was Spirited Away and then Howl's Moving Castle, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It just it it I mean it's still very good, but the book the book was like it if the spots of the movie that I'm like, "Eh, like I could do without this." Like it turns out the book just doesn't have that stuff. So 
it yeah, was nice for me in like, that regard. Yeah, I felt like the book didn't have very much filler, if that makes sense. Like, all of the story was, like, pretty succinct. Hmm? So, I don't know. I think, but, uh, I, I would say the movie's like that, too, aside from, like, a few scenes. Yeah. Man, the, but, um, I just, like, Calcifer in the film is so good. <laughs> That's still... Oh, yeah. I mean, the book doesn't, like, describe him that way at all, but I still kind of imagined him that way a little bit. I know, when it was, like, when it was, like, blue and green and pointy and its eyes He's turned a demon. orange. Yeah, I was like, nah, nah, it's still calcifer in my head. Yeah. Like, you're saying it's blue, but he's orange and has arms. Also, <laughs> like, so the reason there's... Most of Howl's Moving Castle is not my favorite, but, like, one part of Howl's Moving Castle, like, the film, is Mm -hmm. easily in, like, one of my top, like, three movie moments or scenes or something. His bedroom is a fucking mood. I want (laughs) that bedroom, even though it would be a (laughs) dusty nightmare of cobwebs. Yes. But it's so... I I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm half... uh, is it mockingbirds that like like uh-huh. trinkets like shiny things oh uh-huh, uh-huh like when i was little i was so i mean even now like i gotta resist the urge sometimes like little <laughs> we'd go to like craft shows and it'd be like gaudy jewelry or like pendants or yeah like gardening shops with like those glass orbs and like crystals and shit and i'm like oh i want all of it i love crystals and minerals and pendants and wind chimes like it's so good (laughs) yeah his room i love the way his room is animated i don't think you get so much of that in the book no i don't think they really dive into that they make it seem like a dusty pit (laughs) yeah with too many spiders (laughs) yeah yeah but yeah the the art style for his room and the movie but his room for sure is super detailed and beautiful yeah yeah i love it and even like the the castle itself seems in the in the book it it seems like it's more of an actual castle that's moving around it has around. like more rooms yeah right like in the th- book it seems like it has more rooms i i think so but I don't. I yeah. read. So, I'm assuming you didn't get the actual book, right? You got like. Correct. Uh, yeah. Okay. I wanted it. There. But. Did yours have like the extras at the back, with like questions? Uh yeah. It's like an interview with the author. Yeah yeah. Yeah yeah. Okay, I didn't read all of it, but I read one of them that was like. Um. The question was, were you surprised by how Hayao, Hayao Miyazaki's vision of the castle and characters of Howl's Moving Castle? And then the author says, I was surprised by Miyazaki's Moving Castle because I had not thought of the castle having feet. In the oh, book I wrote, yeah. the castle is more like a hovercraft and floats an inch or so above the ground. So... <laughs> But then, like, the cover that I have, the castle has feet. So I think 
it's that probably was modified to be closer oh, to the movie. I'm sure, yeah. Well, the the original cover, I want the novel with the original cover. It's so it's like that shitty eighties mm-hmm. yeah, with art calcifer yeah, on it. The weird Joker face, yeah. But it's like two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. That's insane. That rare that scarcity. Yeah, yeah. Um someday. I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time I've splurged on a book that's not worth as much as I'm paying. <laughs> I wanna I like almost wanna read the next ones, but there's so many books I have to read now <laughs> that I just have queued. See, I I was like getting I was kind of down for it, but I I after learning that it's like different protagonists and stuff, I'm like, eh, like I've I like this world, but I've gotten what I want from it, kind of. Yeah, I, I th- agree. I, I think, think they would definitely be good reads, but like, there's so much other stuff to get to. <laughs> yeah, it's also like, yeah, I I agree. What you mean like the? I've I've read enough of what I needed to. Yeah. Like I'm satisfied with the story that I know. Um, and like. Because, like, whatever I'm going to read now is obviously not going to be animated or translated into, a, like, something else. Like, a movie or something. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I, I, I tend to, as I've said before, I tend to skim a lot. And I just want to be sure that I was understanding something correctly. The, uh, the, 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 the Witch of the Wastes in the novel was a hottie correct yes okay good. i don't think she was like old yeah the... like they described her as old, having like fiery red hair and like yeah i know the one time at least once she appeared as like a baddie and i'm like yeah she could take my soul <laughs> and fall for it then in the movie she's just a glob <laughs> she is a glob I, I she got a lot of neck God, it's so when like they don't hold back. Like Studio Ghibli does not hold anything back when animating that nonsense. Like, I, <laughs> I just you you know they get someone's cooking bacon and eggs and they look like the most amazing bacon and eggs that you've ever seen in your uh, life. But then they're like, we got to make this neck look sweaty and flappy. And they're like, it will be the sweatiest, flappiest, flubbiest neck you've ever seen in your life. And it's so, it's just so disgusting. I know. When she's going up the stairs. Oh, just drenched. Just soaked. So, so gross. Yeah. Mm, And like, I, yeah, she was like, supposed to be really young and like shopping for hats and stuff, not not the way the movie shows it yeah um what did you think of hell being from wales oh i have no opinion none at all Mm, no i don't know that i'm supposed to (laughs) like he's just from wales like he's just a like he goes back he's like here's your video game huh 
when they oh 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 when he goes back to his family yeah yeah because yeah. they're still just like normal people in the real world or whatever, yeah or yeah. in a different dimension yeah i like that they expanded on like his family only a little yeah. but it was it was a little bit same with sophie i love that she had more family yeah that you actually see just, like their yeah. backgrounds and stuff Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was and definitely I was, more characters. Yeah, I was caught off guard that in the book, Michael is... Or, yeah, his name's Michael in the book. And uh, he's like a teenager, not a little kid. Yeah, yeah. He has like a girl and it's Sophie's yeah. sister. Yeah. Sophie's sisters, though. Howl? Freaking... Michael, everybody's taking a turn. Dude. Dude, that family must just be hot. Just, yeah, just one of those families. It's just totally one of those families. And, like, I guess Martha and Letty had to have looked the same for a little bit. Yeah, they because said. Because of the spell thing. Yeah, and then it, like, wears. That'd be. It was kind of a cool. It's like Animorphs, but for people. A different person <laughs> instead of an animal, like it fades yeah. over time. Yeah. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. That there's so many differences. I don't know if we can like talk about all of them. What do you have a favorite part of the book? Favorite part of the book? I suppose I I just like that it it just focuses more on like a single thing i guess like it it just felt more connected you know because we have our general plot that we're going with and in the movie yeah it just feels a little more disjointed with Mm -hmm. the with the war stuff and everything and that how that mixes in um i the war wasn't mentioned in the book very much at all i think it was just like it was like an as far as i recall it's like a couple of offhand comments there's like nothing super like super i guess he does have to go because they want him to be well no they want him to be the new wizard but the court wizard or whatever but i think it was just to like it was to prepare for a war possibly with like neighboring Mm -hmm. country or something but it was also just to find the other guy (laughs) (laughs) so find justin yeah i yeah yeah, it was it was interesting that there was like that they just pulled that like the movie did almost all of that. Yeah, because I kept I waiting was, for I it. I was, yeah, I was wondering about that too when I was reading, like, or more so, yeah, I guess when I was reading because I knew the book, the movie had like a pretty big emphasis on the war, not not huge. It wasn't like the main storyline, but like it was. It, it lets Clearly you know part of the movie yeah it, it constantly reminds you um, yeah and i was just like oh is this gonna come up is there a war happening <laughs> yeah like we were getting closer to the end and i'm like is this like something they get into is it one of those cases where like they get into it in the next book and then they you know the movie just condensed it or something but yeah, I, I don't know i like that we got a battle we got mm-hmm. the battle between Hell and the Witch. That sounded cool as all hell. Like some of the yeah. more of the magic. Actually, yeah, the magic system seemed really cool. Yeah, it was like 
kind of subtle, I'd say. Yeah. Or, like, I don't know. It didn't seem like... It was a contrast to Gideon, that's for sure. Where it's, like, not as minute, I guess. Like, they're not diving into the intricacies of it. Maybe. That and, like... In Gideon, they're like just raising all these skeletons. And oh yeah, it's just it's constant. Just like, it's not like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was more of like a there's magic in this world, but it's not Harry Potter or whatever, uh-huh. <laughs> where every yeah. single facet of life is something with magic. Yeah. I like how, um, in the book, they're like scared of the turnip scarecrow oh yeah but they're in the just... movie they're like friends with it <laughs> yeah i do i really liked and i this was sort of a thing like while i was reading i guess i misremembered because it, it had been a really long time since i saw the movie and in the beginning like when sophie was so chill and it kind of like i think after the first day that she's old um, she wakes up the next morning and sa- it, it mentions something about like her being in shock for the previous day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that makes a lot more sense. And they did that a lot more, a, a lot better, I think, in the in the book. Because like, maybe because we're also just more in her head. But like, she's so chill yeah. about just being turned old. And in the movie, it's kind of just like a thing that happens. And she like freaks out a little bit, but ultimately accepts it instantly and we never get that yeah that little tidbit that like lets the the viewer know that yeah she was just kind of in shock so it was nice to have that yeah yeah i don't know she was like already old i was gonna i was gonna (laughs) ask what would you do if you woke up and you were like 90 but still could get around well and all that Uh, i guess uh i mean i would freak out for like a second but then i'd be like you know what I'm going to make some tea <laughs> and sit down. Yeah, I'm going to make some tea. I'm going to wake up. Wait, I'd probably wake up at like 5 a.m. because that's when seniors wake up for some reason. Oh, hell yeah. And yep. I'd make some tea and then like go sit on the couch in my nightgown. And I don't know, do elders wear nightgowns still? I'm not sure. My grandma used to. Or my great grandma used to. I think and then my, I'd do I think crossword my... puzzles. <laughs> which i, I already my, do <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna say like i don't know that i'd be that much different I, assuming i could still get around and stuff just fine like eh, watch a bit of tv yeah. make a little snack around the middle of the day maybe take a walk mm-hmm. take a nap yeah go to sleep at four thirty p.m <laughs> yeah yeah, Man. dude, my, I don't know, what's up with great grandparents, like, really old people go to sleep so early, but then, like, medium old people go to sleep so late. I don't know. Is that, like, common for your, what you've seen? I mean, my, my grandma would wake up, as I recall, like, she would go to bed at, like, eight, but then she would wake up at, like, yeah, like, five or six or whatever. Yeah, my great-grandparents would go to sleep, like, right after they ate dinner, like, 7.38, for sure, and then they'd wake up at, like, 
five. But then my, that's my great grandparents. And then my grandmother to this day goes to sleep at like midnight and wakes up at like 4 a.m. Oh my God. And I'm like, what's wrong with you, lady? Like, go to sleep earlier or stay asleep longer. She's like, no, that's just that how my body awful. is. I just, Dude, I know. Some people, some people, it just, it's crazy. I remember a, a girl that worked at the factory for a summer. Like, they always get, uh, like, high school and university students as, like, temp help. And there was this girl that I actually had kind of known before. And we found out at, like, the end of the summer, like, our days started at 5, usually. And, you know, minus, you're driving to work from however far away yeah. and just mm-hmm. waking up in general. So... I would be like a 5 a.m. start means I'm probably up at 4 a.m. And yeah. I think it was about the same or maybe a little less for, for this girl. We found out that she would go to bed between like midnight and 2 a.m. And she'd been doing that for like the entire summer what? and coming to work. And she was like a totally fine worker. It's not like she was tired all the time or slacking. We were just like, how the fuck are you alive right now? Like legitimately, how are you alive? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely that ridiculous. Painful. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean Yeah, there's no way. I, I suppose like see um the like my my grandma like 8 to 5 or whatever. That that sounds normal to me. Cuz mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. if I'm going to bed at midnight, I'll probably sleep in on my own until at least probably 9 usually. If I yeah. if I've had that same sleep schedule but when i was going to bed at 10 or 10 30 i'd wake up at 7 30 no problem yeah i don't i just like i don't know how people can do that for like extended periods of time because whenever i can't sleep for longer than like x amount of hours for like a week i get so mad i'm just like i'm not like super irritable unless maybe my sister might think so but I just, like, I get mad that I can't sleep longer. I'm just imagining, like, you say that you don't get super irritable, but if I ask your sister, she'd be like, she is a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) I know that, like, I get irritable if I don't, like, have coffee sometimes, depending on how how my tolerance is or how much i rely on it um yeah i i just and it's mostly like on the weekends i don't know it's like around my parents it's not so much my sister my sister doesn't irritate me in the morning because she doesn't wake up till late and i'm like already past that Mm. but like when my parents wake up and they choose chaos i'm just like i'm pissed (laughs) Like, I don't know. And then my mom will sometimes be like, you need some coffee. Like, she knows. And I know that's not, like, a great trait to have. And it doesn't happen that often. But it happens to my sister, too. Not so much coffee, but, like, if she doesn't sleep well the night before, she gets really irritable the next day. And her voice is different. Like, she has, like, this quiet voice. I don't know. Mm. I don't know how to explain it. That sounds But I could tell she's in a bad mood. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I just like kind of avoid her. See, I've and that doesn't happen often either. The sleep thing but... is definitely. I mean, 
I don't get too irritable or anything. When I was younger, I it didn't matter at all. I could, I mean, I I could and would uh, like stay up with friends until like four or five in the morning, and then wake up at eight yeah. all weekend. Yeah, and like that no twenty-one year old life. I mean, like that sixteen-year-old life, or even less. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just constantly, and like getting getting a lack of sleep, like didn't bother me at all. I it didn't affect my mood even a little bit. But my brother, if he like stayed up even a little bit late, and it was like when he was a kid, more or less. But he would just be so pissy, like just the worst, <laughs> like just almost not quite tantrum levels, but just a little brat. Yeah. Now I get. I I get a little more irritable. And if it goes on, uh, it's happened twice now where in, in, my, like in my life where I realized after like probably a month or two months or more of getting like inadequate sleep, I it would I would I would like realize one day that my life didn't suck and I didn't hate everything and I wasn't depressed. I just have been sleeping like shit for like multiple months. Yeah. Like, the first time I worked at the factory, by the end of that summer, I was literally like, what if I just drove my car into a telephone pole? Like, <laughs> I bet if I did it right, I oh, could just no. break my legs and, like, I won't have to go to work for a while. Oh, no. <laughs> but then, then the next summer, I actually went to bed at, like, 8 p.m. And I'd wake up, and you know what? It was fine. Like, I was totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That was like, I'm sure you remember, or I've probably mentioned it before, when I was working at like 5 a.m., I was going to sleep at like 8, 8.30, like yeah. regularly, and it really, it really improved my work, I would say, because there were people who would come in at 5, and they stay up, t- stay up till like 11, oh, and no. I'm like, you need more sleep. I don't yeah. know how you can do it, but like, before I started going in at or before I started sleeping so early, I was staying up till like 10, 11 before like my 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. Uh, nope, nope. start time. And still, that's like not enough sleep. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah. It's too but... double digits. You've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm so glad now that I don't have to wake up early for anything other than like yoga. And that's like on my own. Oh, on my dude. own will. Yeah. Oh my god. I I mean I still like I would. My problem is that I like staying up a little bit later, and part of that is because um, like Anya's family tends to stay up pretty late or later than my family does. But mm-hmm. like waking up at like seven seven thirty actually feels pretty nice. Yeah. I don't know why. I would say, but... yeah, that's like the sweet spot for me too, unless I stay up too late. I don't know. I guess I'm like an early-ish riser, riser, yeah, um, naturally. So if I sleep in till like nine thirty, I'm like, whoa, throw me a party. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm. I guess I don't know. It varies. I think if I if I go to bed consistently, like I have been at about midnight, I tend to, I find myself waking up at like eight or eight thirty. Mm-hmm. But then, like the last couple of days, I'm like, you know what? I've been I've been waking up consistently, and also my work has no real start time. Like, let's turn off the alarm, see how it goes. 
and yeah like, woke up at 8 30 for a couple days and then it was like 9 9 30 or whatever mm-hmm. the other day i woke up before my alarm for yoga and i woke up at like 6 10 and i like felt so refreshed for some reason i was like nice. normally this doesn't happen oh dude there's when you wake up and it's like it's late enough that you can justify like starting your day but it's just early as all hell but it feels like you slept like a million hours those those shining moments yeah definitely shining moments because sometimes i'll wake up at six and be like i have nothing to do like i could start cleaning but people are asleep so what do i do in my in my little uh before I got way off schedule with it, when I was waking up really consistently at like 7.30, I randomly woke up at 5 a.m., fully alert, like just <laughs> completely awake. And I'm like, well, all right, like, let's get started. And I had my work done by like 11 a.m. or something like that. And my oh, company, that's awesome. The only other girl from my, because uh, like my company is connected with another company so the only other girl who was my co-worker like before I started writing she was also teaching um she messaged me and she was like how the hell did you get done so fast I'm like I was up at five <laughs> <laughs> do you take advantage of it yeah it you know, if I was working stuff. from home I would totally do that I'd wake up at five get all my shit done clock out by one two. Oh yeah like I'm I've been I mean I've lazy I, I if i really like focused on work i could get done earlier but you know like you do a little writing you do a little internet browsing <laughs> you do yeah, a little writing course. i don't i occasionally for lunch i might like watch a little bit of a youtube video or something but uh-huh. i i certainly don't like play games or anything like that because that's that's game over at that point yeah um yeah. it's too much time wasted but like See, uh, Anya actually just went into the office for the like first time in ages today, and like she she asked because they'd been you know kind of adjusting for remote work and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I mean her her remote work experience and I this is true for so many people. So many of my friends are in like the same boat, where you know at work you show up at nine or ten maybe or whatever, and you're done at like five or six or something like that. And then you go home and you're you're just done. And now it's like someone emails you at 8 p.m. Someone emails you. You hit them back yeah. at like 11. They respond at 2 a.m. Like it just doesn't <laughs> fully stop like ever. So uh-huh. for Anya, it's like and, and a lot of my friends like, why the hell would you wake up early? It just means you're going to work a 12 hour day. <laughs> like it just doesn't yeah, stop at all. I see. But she doesn't just like log off and like not touch it not really i mean sometimes because like once you you go long enough like kind of maybe it's like an unspoken rule (laughs) you put in enough time you can be like nope i am it's friday i'm done at this time uh don't hit me back something like that but Mm -hmm. for the most part yeah I just saw one of my old coworkers. It was like the first person I've seen f- from like 
one from work and two outside of family like in the pandemic he's the first person i've seen (laughs) and he was like i love working from home i wake up i clock in at six i go back to sleep till 7 30 and i'm like oh my god that's not fair and he's like yeah it's kind of funny though because like his phone will ring like his desk his air quotes desk phone oh yeah and he'll like wait run out of bed and like cough and pretend like he wasn't sleeping and i'm like is this just how is that just how it is like that's that's what you guys are doing (laughs) i mean i think to an extent people i mean it depends on where you're working i guess because i've i mean i i know it was a thing before but i've written some copies about like strategies to ensure productivity and it's really just like software you can install on your employees computers to make sure that they're not fucking around (laughs) to make sure that they're not idle for two hours i think i mean to me if you need to use that like you're either you're doing there's an imbalance right like because people generally if everybody's getting stuff done and there hasn't been like a hit to to productivity or or quality of stuff like whatever if someone wants to take an hour out of the middle of their day to watch like cat videos or something who cares as long as they're <laughs> yeah. delivering but, yeah as long as their work is getting done but there, yeah there's just still so many I, I think employers just don't they don't like the idea of people being able to like fragment their day like that i guess yeah maybe yeah something bunch no, of boomers yeah no taking a one hour break to watch how it's moving castles <laughs> your work day <laughs> oh my god my so growing up like my mom and dad had such different work days because uh-huh. uh my dad well the the bus garage is like right next to where my grandma's house was like his house because it was my my grandpa's company so like you know he would that's where he set it up and all that stuff and he would like every day for lunch he would roll up to to my grandma's house and have like a real lunch like a grandma lunch you know like yeah pot roast (laughs) green beans mashed potatoes like just full on and then he would take like an hour nap like 40 minutes or whatever meanwhile my mom is like eating cold chicken out of a tupperware container and like taking her three minute lunch and then getting back to work yeah because like constantly (laughs) needing to respond to people and call Mm -hmm. and stuff just hilarious (laughs) that's that's not i mean i can kind of my parents can probably relate a little my mom was a stay-at-home mom until we went to high school and then well, technically, she was a stay-at-home mom, and then she was also a personal trainer. So, right, yeah. Yeah, so she did that. But then she got a full-time job once we got to high school, and she was, like, working, like, 9 to 5. Like, she was on it. And yeah. she would take one-hour lunch, that's it. And then my dad has always had, like, the loosest work schedule where he's like, yeah, I think I'll go in on Monday. <laughs> I'll just, yeah, he's like, oh oh i have to edit this video but then he'll like edit the video from like 2 p.m to 9 p.m and then not work the next day and just like go ride or something yeah 
that's Hell just yeah, like dude. yeah my dad was like super lax i mean he worked really hard but yeah, his work yeah, schedule yeah. was not like so so cut and dry oh yeah no i mean that's i mean my like for my dad he would take his long lunch or whatever but he was he would wake up at like five to start work he yeah. didn't need to he could have woken up at like seven or eight <laughs> but he's like nah <laughs> i'll get more done yeah yeah it's that early morning people are too tired and then others can capitalize on that and get a lot of stuff done or or you can wake up early and just enjoy some peace and quiet <laughs> that too that <laughs> for too. once yeah dude i am thrilled to have this house to myself for like two days it's just like so clean so quiet so not demanding of me to do anything are you uh are you familiar with the vine where the guy asks if he can get a hoya yes could i get a hoya hoya uh oh like you have the house to yourself you can just like scream oh no nah, it's fine <laughs> my dog is sleeping right here oh okay Actually, yeah. no no don't wake that. up the don't wake up the dog <laughs> <laughs> too precious too precious he's way too precious but yeah my sister headed out to hang out with her boyfriend for their three-year anniversary i think nice and then my mom went on a company trip to vegas and my dad is in salt lake city so cool. i'm just i'm just mad chilling by myself oh that sounds so nice yeah started today my mom left this morning so i have all of today and then all of tomorrow except i work just lunch and then i'll just come home chill make myself a nice dinner i don't know we'll see hell yeah dude man i want to clean out the fridge i'm gonna clean out some (laughs) of the pantry later anya was uh was gone the other week and that was I mean, you know, glad she's back and everything, but it's just nice sometimes, you know? Those little... Yeah. You can just, like, you you can just do you. Yeah, just, yeah, just do you. And then nobody expecting you to do anything. Yeah, yeah. you have to water the plants. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. I was, like, I, I cleaned and stuff. My... I mean, that was, like, our habit when we were little like whenever because dad was always going on on like coach trips and stuff but mm-hmm. the, the few times that mom would go somewhere uh like the day before or if she got back late like the day of uh her return you'd be like okay guys we are going to thoroughly clean the house because <laughs> then your mom doesn't have to worry about any of it so we would like yeah. just wash everything put everything away so that's totally that that's totally how it was for us too my mom <laughs> never really went out of town other than like company like bonding trips and stuff she visited like her family like twice like out of state but whenever that happened my dad was like hey we gotta clean everything yeah yeah and i'm like all right i do that on my own now but like it was a thing to like have the family come home to a nice clean house same with my dad except he didn't care that much like if my dad was out of town who was he was always going out of town 
Yeah. I, yeah, no, dad didn't care at all when he got back. I think he was always just, maybe just happy to get back, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, sleep I'm in your like, own bed or whatever. Yeah. I feel like I relate to Sophie. I just, like, am old lady. Dude, I'm that, young, but, like, old, the, and then I clean. <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the film and in the book, when she first gets inside the castle and she like stokes the fire a little bit and she just falls asleep in the chair i'm like ooh, that sounds i mean like neck problems but also that sounds comfy like i just want to that i don't know that chair did not look comfortable however in front of a fire the fire very comfortable and if you're like cold and tired yeah oh my god oh it's the best i love a good a good campfire it's i i miss it yeah also, wait did we talk about how much we love s'mores on this podcast i think so probably i mean they they're Man. the bomb like they're dope yeah. i really I kinda, want a s'more now i would love one um marshmallows here are a little weird they probably oh yeah i think i i'm guessing it's because they don't allow as many chemicals <laughs> in them or something mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. But they don't they don't uh they don't behave exactly the same way. <laughs> it's a little frustrating. They don't melt the same. Yeah. I mean it's still totally fine, but it's just like you know, after after twenty years of honing your craft and then suddenly it's like a little different. You're just like, What the hell is going on? Yeah. Uh huh. Do you prefer Ugh. uh do you prefer are you one of those people that like burns your marshmallows to a crisp? No, okay. I'm a I'm a slow roast person. You a you a golden girl? I am a golden girl. I'm a golden, <laughs> giant fat marshmallow, right on the edge of the fire for like five whole minutes, girl. Oh hell yeah, that's a that's... little long. I I get a little little more into the heat, but yeah, it's gold, gold or nothing. Yeah. I just love, well, I mean, I'll get closer to the fire, but I just love when the middle is, like, perfectly melted. Because when you just, like, burn it to a crisp, I feel like the middle doesn't melt all the way. No. Usually, no. Yeah. Sometimes Because people who do that are just, like, impatient, and they stick it into the fire. Some people like the the texture, I guess. Or maybe it's, like, the dust. Yeah, the, the ash. <laughs> the ash. Yeah, I, it co- becomes dust. Not for not for marshmallows. If I'm roasting a hot dog, then sure. I could get I can get a little bit behind it, you know, that smoke. Yeah. But, I don't know if I mentioned, but I'm like eating meat again. Not all meats, okay. but I'm eating chicken again for sure. Like I've been having chicken every so often. Nice. But my my sister keeps trying to sneak me other foods and she's like don't you want to remember what this tastes like i don't know <laughs> if i mentioned that i had like a japanese sausage but it was so good yeah you, and my you mom did. had a hot dog the other day and i was like man that sounds good but i'm not gonna just yet yeah yeah no you gotta you gotta be you gotta be careful with it but like that's the that's the beauty right like when you finally have something mm-hmm. you know it's gonna be amazing yeah like if i want a hot dog i definitely want it over the campfire like it's just so oh, good dude. it has like a different yeah. taste oh it's entirely it's like 
a thousand percent. It's a different food entirely. Yeah, for sure. Man, Man the, I'm hungry now. In, in Howl's Moving Castle, the the bacon and eggs. Like, I was oh, hungry. Oh, it's so beautiful. And then he's like, yeah, get some of the, get more of the bacon and six eggs. I'm like, oh my God. And then the bacon is just like the thickest bacon that, that I've ever right? seen in my life. It's like half an it's inch so or thick. whatever. Oh my God. Yeah. So I yeah, and the eggs so are just bad. like barely cooked. Dude, it looked absolutely amazing. I was. Yeah. And I love, I don't know if this like matters, but like the way they animated Hal cutting that bread was really satisfying. It was it, like, pretty good. Like with his thumb? Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen anyone cut bread like that. Maybe like other things, like an apple or something. Yeah, yeah. But not bread. Yeah, it had like a weird, like it was a fruit or a potato yeah, <laughs> or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. You need like the sharpest knife in the world to cut a piece of bread like that. And even could, then, I'm not sure. I could probably do it. My parents got me a nice set of knives for, well, got us a nice set of knives for Christmas. But I oh. literally, I think I used them like twice before I cut myself. Oh no, they're that the, sharp? Well, yeah, they're like, yeah, they're they're, they're really good. But I was using the bread knife and it was bread. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But so the the loaves of bread here are... I mean, there's always exceptions, but oftentimes it seems like the, uh, they're smaller and maybe a little more dense. But then the the end pieces are like twice the thickness. Don't know why, but it's like <laughs> they don't it's like they don't cut them for some reason. So you could like, in theory, get, you know, two pieces of, of bread off of an end piece to make a sandwich uh-huh. or something. And. I decided to try cutting one in half, and of course I'm going about it, like, trying not to cut myself. And then I'm like, okay, well, I have it, like, side, because it's serrated, and I, like, had it sideways. And I'm like, okay, well, this is not really working. And I just, like, cut myself, and it, yeah, like, right on the tip of my finger. Yikes. So. Yeah. I don't recommend. (laughs) Yeah, I thought I cut my finger the other day on one of our knives but our knives are apparently really dull so it didn't <laughs> do anything one of the I... things i really want to buy is like really nice japanese knives but if i buy them for the house's use they're just gonna like wear out really fast so i'm not gonna buy them until i like get my own place yeah 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 i don't need my dad using it to open boxes and shit Oh my god, yeah. Or like yeah, spreading butter or something. <laughs> no yeah. reason. Yeah. I'm a little guilty of that. Well, no, I haven't been. I haven't done that with like our actual knives. Like some of our old ones, even though they're like cutting knives. I'll, I'm like, you're old. You're spreading butter now. <laughs> That's what you're for. I mean, I've definitely spread butter with like a steak knife. Oh yeah. Well, you know, sometimes or like my paring knife or something. Yeah. I we also it's not like part of the set or whatever, but they did include it because 
I mean, we I don't really need it here that much, but in Wisconsin, it was an absolute necessity. It's like a cheese knife. Like, it has... The, the it one has that's, like, like, flat on one side, but, like, round on the other? No. It's like a serrated... It has a weird shape, and it's serrated, but it's very, like... I don't know what the... I don't know what the right term is. Like, very tiny serrated edges. Like Does it very, look like, like a, a thin fish tooth. knife? A little... Not really. Okay. It's wider, and it has, like... Yeah, it has, like, holes in it. Like, big holes. Like, it's a what? framework of a knife. Because the the holes eliminate friction, right? Because when you're cutting cheese, like, the, it's so slow. And this just makes mm-hmm. it, like, whoop, just goes right through. Interesting. It's really convenient. I want a cheese knife. <laughs> it Although seems... we don't have a lot of cheese ever, like, hard cheeses. Do you not have a drawer in your refrigerator dedicated to cheese? Mm, not dedicated to cheese, but dedicated to cheese and deli meat and mm. other random things that seem like it would go in there. Okay. Like, it has, it's... like, imitation crab. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And, like, what else? Like, uh, fish cake and, like, tempura flakes. My, but that's where we keep our cheese. <laughs> my brother got absolutely roasted in university, apparently, because they were he was having a conversation with a bunch of people and just nonchalantly, because it's the most normal thing in the world, mentioned something about the cheese drawer. And people are everybody was like, Okay, hold up, go the fuck back. Cheese drawer. He's like, <laughs> Yeah, you know, do you have like a drawer in your fridge? It's just you know dedicated to cheese they're like no how much cheese do you have <laughs> it's like how much <laughs> cheese do you guys have we oh, i mean always like constantly there's there's no room for anything else sometimes there's yeah. no room for cheese in the cheese drawer it's filled dang jealous it was delicious so jealous the other night i was like i'm really craving just like something with so much melted cheese and then my sister and I settled on getting, like, a frozen pizza, and it did not satisfy that craving. <laughs> yeah. I don't oh, know. I a... think I needed, like, mac and cheese or, like, a lasagna with a bunch of cheese Ooh. on top. Ooh, yeah. Hmm. Or just fried cheese on a plate. Maybe. Yeah, I was thinking about <laughs> that. Have you ever heard of, like, cheese corn? It's like a Korean no. dish. I don't oh, think okay. So. so, do you like corn? Like sweet corn? Yeah. Okay, so you put corn and mayonnaise and heavy cream in a pan and like cook it until it's warm, I guess. And then you just pile mozzarella on it. Huh. And then you eat that. And it's so I mean, it good. sounds it sounds amazing. It sounds it's like so a good. uh it sounds like a very close relative to like Mexican street che- uh, street corn. Kind of, except Mexican street corn doesn't really have mozzarella. Yeah, it'll yeah, have like yeah, parmesan. It's... Oh, you also yeah. have to add a little bit of sugar. Yeah, that's like key. I mean, that's fine. It's so good. I, I like Anya... eat it on rice and stuff. Annie would probably be annoyed. She hates that my cooking in, uh, makes things delicious because I just drench everything like butter, oil, and sugar. 
<laughs> it's like it doesn't like, need that much fatty. butter. I'm like, but on yeah, the recipe says like three sticks of butter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how I feel about baking sometimes. I'm like, whoa, does this really need two sticks of butter? Yes. And then I eat it and I'm like, of course it did. <laughs> <laughs> Full polythene up in this bitch. Absolutely. Well, there's like steakhouses. Like I've seen videos where they like baste is that what it's called like baste the steak yeah or like with like a half stick of butter like whoa that sounds like a lot but sounds so good i mean my my little i don't even know i've started calling them breakfast pizzas because that's kind of what they are but it's like making just like cracking a bunch of eggs and like having some milk in a in the pan and just like letting them mm-hmm. fry like that like not stirring them mm-hmm. or anything and then you mm-hmm. just put stuff in there and it makes like a pizza shape but i keep advancing so like last time i made that i fried bacon first and then Ooh, in the bacon, the bacon grease fat. yeah yeah the bacon grease i added uh it was actually an interesting thing that if you like spicy stuff you should maybe check it out you said you had an armenian store near you oh yeah or like a well, I, there's, it's not, there's some around. Yeah. It's not necessarily Armenia. It's like a North Caucasus thing. Um, Ajika? They might have. Aj- like, Ajika? Ajika. Like A-J-I-K-A. It looks like... It come, here it comes in like very little jars, but it's like a... It's a spicy thing. It's like spicy condiment, I guess. Um, you could just spread it on stuff or whatever. So after the bacon was done frying, I drop a bunch of that in the pan and I like stir it up in the bacon grease while it's still hot. And that's what I cooked my potatoes in. And then those Uh like, and then I added a little bit of oil. So after those were done, then I finally have the eggs and like this glorious mixture of, I added a bit of butter. So it was butter, oil, bacon, grease, and this spicy ajika. And it was absolutely amazing. That sounds so delicious. It was like, super greasy and like salty and stuff i mean i other seasonings and and things as well but oh my god it was so good and i had like tomatoes on it oh oh. we have a bunch of eggs in our fridge right now because people from my mom's work like have chickens and okay they're just overproducing eggs so they're (laughs) sharing the wealth and yeah, yeah so we have like so many eggs in the fridge I've been eating eggs with everything. Hell yeah. But I, I, still, I should try doing that. Where I you s- just put it in the pan. Like it's cook. really nice. It's super easy. Obviously. I mean, you just, <laughs> just like do it and watch it. I still I still want to try. What is what is the, I'm, I feel like I'm going to get it wrong. Amu rice? Amu rice? Yeah. I want to try. It looks so difficult, but I want to do it. It looks so good. Honestly, even if you don't get it right, I think the key is to having like a non uh the key is having a nonstick pan. But even if you like, like overcook the egg, the combination of rice with like a somewhat runny egg or like a cooked egg is still so good. Yeah. So I just Yeah, if I, you have some leftover rice, you should definitely try it. 
I feel like I would be disappointed no matter what, because I've only seen it from, like, the few videos that you linked, and then, like, other professionals, oh, yeah, like and then ones. anime, uh-huh. so it just looks amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mine's just gonna be a lumpy, gross mess that still tastes good, but looks like shit. I mean, I've made rice before that's looked pretty bad, but the taste, I guess, makes up for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like when I would try to make omelets and I would just fail at it. I'm like, okay, well, it still tastes good, but it's now like a, a discount. scramble. Yeah, it's like a weird scrambled egg that's in yeah. large parts. <laughs> yeah, I love omelets. Maybe I should make an omelet later. I feel so bad because Anya really, really, like she can't eat eggs. Like they make her sick. Mm-hmm. And... I eat a lot of eggs. <laughs> like it's I don't that, cook too it's much. Easy protein. And when I yeah, like when I cook, like it feels like most of the time when I'm actually making something, it's eggs. Mm-hmm. Or egg. Does based. she eat breakfast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did she eat? Uh, I mean, I know eggs are not the only breakfast food, but sometimes what does she like have? Uh, like granola and yogurt, or. Um, if there's time or if it's a special occasion or if we sometimes like on a weekend or whatever we'll do uh pancakes or blini which are basically just oh, yeah. russian pancakes but they're just crepes uh-huh. so mm-hmm. uh, yum i, I want to make breakfast maybe i'll have breakfast for lunch i might have breakfast for for dinner do up some brinner yeah oh wait it's like what nine there yeah. Nine ten. Okay. I'm hungry as all hell. No, now I wasn't when we oh. started this podcast. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, I should have known that with Ghibli involved, it would turn into this. Yeah, they just they animate such beautiful food. Everything looks yeah, so dude. good, especially the ramen in Ponyo. Oh yeah, I yeah. Think about that. Man. And like, I think the classic bacon and eggs from Hal's is like oh it's iconic like such a iconic yeah food ghibli food maybe I you mean, should do you have bacon we did i used i used all of it when i made the oh, stuff okay. the other day yeah i could we could always say, get more bacon and eggs got that store choice. right nearby I actually do you ever used eat the... bacon and eggs with rice no oh. I mean, that sounds like a it's an asian thing rice with everything i just yeah we never i mean my the only time we had rice is if we made like a sort of stir fry thing mm. yeah <laughs> you it's have like, have you ever had buckwheat buckwheat just buckwheat like at all like have you tried it ever like in what context because we have buckwheat tea (laughs) at work and so we have like buckwheat granules and i've had some of those Mm. and soba which is like the noodle that we sell is made out of buckwheat flour okay interesting what do you mean buckwheat it's like big rice with a bit of protein it has like more or it's like better for it like uh here apparently if people are really focusing on like working out a ton and like bodybuilding a little they just eat like chicken and buckwheat 
Interesting. I personally don't think it tastes as good. So it looks kind of like a fatter quinoa. Yeah, that's a good way of describing it. Okay. With a maybe worse taste, I suppose. <laughs> it's no, not bad, I but... I haven't tried that, but like prior to cooking it into rice or like a rice texture, I've had that. Yeah. No, like it's if like I... Seed. Like I can happily eat like a bowl of rice with a... I usually just put a bit of butter and salt in. Like, if I'm feeling super lazy. But, like, with buckwheat, a little butter and salt is not enough <laughs> for me. <laughs> I need to, like, drown it in seasoning and sauce or whatever. I feel that way towards quinoa. Like, I like quinoa, but it can never replace rice. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well. Man. Uh, we stayed on topic for, like half the episode third yeah yeah, like i mean we 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 came back enough and i mean really there's not a ton to talk about but yeah i think it'd be different if we like didn't like the book or something or if we well yeah it's always easy to take a take an hour and dump on something but whenever when you like stuff it's like it's so good yeah it's so good (laughs) Uh, the story's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I do it. recommend... I mean, we did if, touch on... If huh? people if people like Howl's Moving Castle, and I want, like, more of that exact same vibe with pretty much a different... Like, the same general setup, but then a different story in the end, um, and throughout, I, I'd recommend diving into the book. It's a light yeah. read. It's... Oh, for sure. That's 200 pages. Oh, mine I think was mine... four, 425 or something. I think but... this says first edition. I think they like spaced it out a little later. Yeah. Because mine was also quite a few pages, out. but it was like light as hell. Yeah. And it goes by really fast because there's a lot of dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that. I like dialogue pages. And it's not so dense. Like, not like Gideon, Gideon where they spend Gideon two was, pages Gideon talking about a castle. very dense. Yeah, or uh, not a castle, a door or something. A door or bones, usually. Yeah, yeah. The texture and color of a bone. The texture and color of the blood coming from Gideon's eyes. From Harrow's For eyes. five paragraphs. Haro's. Haro? Haro's eyes. Oh, Haro's eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Wow fake fan sorry sorry did you pick (laughs) your next book or have you been thinking about it i've been thinking a little bit about it i don't i don't have anything quite yet i have a few i have a few ideas but now i'm like man it was so it was so fun like reading the book and then watching the movies so maybe i'll try to like pick one of those Mm -hmm. yeah always down i think i might watch that other ghibli film today that you mentioned only, Only yesterday? yesterday? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I'm thinking of doing that because I have nothing else to do. I think I might do a puzzle. Nice. Because the table is so clean right now. <laughs> yeah, just... there's no one to, like, ruin it. Yeah, there's no one to, like... I'm like... Because, like, every time I want to do a puzzle, my sister has all her shit everywhere. Or, like, yeah. somebody's eating at the table. Or, like, there's something. 
Yeah. But right now oh, there's I feel nothing. You. <laughs> so it's perfect puzzle time. Wild. Just pop on like an audiobook or a podcast. Get to work. You're a wild woman. It's crazy. Oh, I know. I'm like puzzle, so... puzzle and podcast. <laughs> I'm like 80 years old. I'm Sophie. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. But yeah, let me know what your next book is. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I guess like by the next, uh, by our next episode, we'll we'll announce it officially. All right. After figuring out what it is, but um, yes. Yeah, if anybody has any comments or questions or thoughts or something, or wants to let us know what Harry Potter house you got sorted into. Um, oh yeah. You know, hit us up pure 39 podcast at gmail.com um yeah and you can read the book and then tell me your favorite character harry potter or howls howls okay that's a better wait before we go how what was your favorite character in the movie and then in the book oh uh like uh movie calcifer book I mean, it's hard to say, like, anyone other than Sophie. Right? Honestly. Okay, that's that's my answer, too. <laughs> I think because there's just so much more in her head in the book. Yeah. She's yeah. just chill. She's just a good person. Super chill. Yeah. If you want to listen to us, you can find us on any podcast streaming service at this point. Except Spotify. Deezer. Except Deezer, because you know what? <laughs> we can't reach that EU podcast population. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we haven't gone fully global yet. Not yet. But I think Spotify works in Japan and other Asian countries. So maybe Asians can listen to us. Maybe. But you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wait. That's what it's called, right? Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Stitcher. Podcasts. Stitcher. Yeah. Everywhere. Other ones. <laughs> other ones. Th- those other guys. You can find us. Yeah. Other lesser known ones. I wasn't going to say it, but yeah, sure. Eh, um It's fine. It's it's been a it's been a hot minute. I do remember I have a notification set up on my phone for when I like our our year of 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 using it is up, but uh, huge shout out we're in no way affiliated with chill hop records but they are letting us use their song for our intro and outro so mm-hmm. that's really cool thank you yeah and it's still so good <laughs> it's, yeah. it's still like I, I want like a 20 hour version of that song it's just such a vibe like on a loop yeah very good but uh yeah, thanks for thanks for listening and stopping by. It was a it was a fun fun hunger inducing conversation. I'm gonna uh, go eat. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, well, peace. <laughs>